This episode was recorded prior to our name change. We are now officially called The Mike Line Show. Look for us on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else to subscribe. Yo, what up, what up? For Hypebeast Radio, this is Manny and this is Soundcheck, a show that looks to discover the origin story of your favorite artists and major players in the music industry. We ask the questions that you always wanted to get answered, and you never know who may pop by. For episode six, we have Ronnie J, a up-and-coming producer who's leading the new sound of South Florida right now. He talks to us about his come up, moving from New Jersey to South Florida, and so much more. Welcome to Soundcheck. got a special guest today, one of the hottest producers in the game. Ryan, it's yourself. Oh my God, Ronnie. <laughs> definitely, definitely happy to have you here, man. Like we've been seeing your name pop up for the last couple of years. And then right now you're one of the hottest producers in the game right now. So I guess I want to talk about the beginning of your path. Can you bring, talk about where you're from and let's start from there. All right, basically um, I'm from South Jersey, a city called Camden. I was born there and I was raised in uh, Woodbury, New Jersey. And um, I grew up playing drums. I have like a church background, just playing drums. And then that kind of like went into me, um, like playing for like my church choir at one point. And then I was in uh, the marching band, like my freshman and sophomore year of high school. And then um, I like dropped out and then I kind of like, I kind of like stopped like doing music. I was like doing like sports and stuff like that. And just like fucking hoes and shit like that. And then um, it was like, even like even like out of high school, I didn't even know like what I wanted to do. Like I went to school for like criminal justice, like for my first semester. And then like one of my homies, uh, Good Work Charlie, like I grew up with him too. That was like my best friend growing up. And um, he was making beats too, like a little bit before me. And I just seen like how like, how like he was like booming off of it. So I was like, yo, like, you know, like we both have like the church same background, playing drums and shit like that. So I was like, yo, like he just like inspired me to do it. So then I, like, I just started producing. Like once I went to Miami, basically. Nice. Outside, when you were growing up, was there any people, uh, I guess how involved your family was with the church choir? Was this, did you have members of your family that were with a musical background? Uh, yeah, like, my dad played the drums a little bit, um, he, he, he wanted to be a rapper too at one point, like, yeah, like, pretty much, like, a lot of people on my, on my dad's side, they could, like, sing or, you know, play some type of instrument, yeah. How do you think, like, growing up in the church and doing band, how do you think that helped you become, transition to be a producer? Um, it helped because it's just, like, like, when it comes to me, like, doing drums, and like programming and like just knowing like how I want shit to hit, how I want things to sound, what drums to use, like what would sound good. It just comes from me like playing drums, like growing up playing drums. And like a lot of people can tell that like I play drums from my drums and like my beats and stuff like that. So yeah, it should really help. Do you um, recreate some of the drums, drumming on, on your production, like a live instrumentation? Or um, yeah, do you recreate some, do you do live instrumentation on drums when you produce? For certain records, or just making beats in general, or just uh, drum machines. I mean, I definitely played around. Like for for a long time, I, I really didn't have access to do that. But like now, I do for sure. I just I don't know. I just never really get around to it, honestly. Cause I feel like I'm just always just like doing shit from the computer. You know, it's just like nonstop. Like I just I'm just always on go with it. You know, so it's just like whatever is fastest. 
what sparked that transition from gospel and religious music to like the most aggressive type of like rap sound? I think because, um, you know, like I was younger, so like I had to like go to church and do stuff like that. And I liked it, too, you know, but um, <clears throat> as I got older, I just gained like I gained my freedom. You feel me? You know how it is where you get older. like Go crazy. Yeah, I, I can like, get my ears pierced and shit like that. I mean, I got yeah. my first tattoo when I was like 15. Rebellion, right? Yeah. Right here. It's my first tattoo. It's a, um, it was a bracelet that I got from Hot Topic back when I was 15. And um, it was like a black bracelet with like, like you know, like the lines were like white and shit. But then like it ended up fading off. So I just went and got the tattoo behind my mom's back. So after the, I, I after the church, it was just like all teenage rebellion. Like, not, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I mean, bro, like I wasn't like, I wasn't getting in like a lot of trouble. Like I wasn't getting in like all these fights or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like I just had like a smart mouth or whatever. Other than that, I was good though. What was your first step into producing? Like what was like, what was your first system? What was your first beat? Oh yeah, so my first step into producing was, um, I literally like, I ain't have no money, you know what I'm saying? I don't really come from that. So I, I just started with, um, it was like a PC, like an old ass like Windows computer and my homie Charlie, he came through and he uh, he actually like installed Reason like with the CD, and I, I had that for for a minute until I like got some money and then I um I got my first laptop off of like eBay, like some cheap old laptop, you know what I mean? So for like five hundred. Nice, nice. Yeah. And then once I did that, that was when I got Logic because okay. you know Logic only fucks with only works with Apple. Yeah. So how much like I guess ten thousand hours? What is what was when did you know you were good? Um, I feel like maybe like once Ultimate dropped and like once like Ultimate went viral and like I knew I was going to get money off of that. You know what I mean? I knew that I would gain like attention to where people would be interested. You know what I'm saying? So and like more opportunities would come. And that was basically like the first song I seen a decent check off of too. Um, but I still don't really feel like I made it. Like, you know what I mean? I don't ever settle. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I barely, like, anything I ever drop, I barely ever listen to or, like, check views or, like, any of that. I never do that, like, honestly. Like, I, I only find out from, like, my friends, like, when they come around me and they're just like, yo, bro, did you see this? Like, you should got whatever million, so. Is that way to, like, to keep you, like, not feeling yourself or, like, a humble? I mean, bro, like, I mean, I, I think I feel, I feel myself all the way. Like, yeah, <laughs> not for sure. Yeah. But, like, it's definitely, like, I just don't even, I mean, it's not like I don't care. I just naturally just don't really, um like trip over that you feel me i feel like you know i don't ever want to get like content with that bro i just want to keep going up you just have like an inner hunger and passion for the yeah for the bro music. i'm trying to go hard like, i'm trying to go way harder than, than, than like right now like this is not enough <laughs> how you plan to sort of like expand your sound from like right now because right now everyone knows your sound like real heavy real hard how am i going to expand gritty. it yeah i mean bro like I'm, I'm working on new sounds every day like there's a lot of sounds that like i haven't dropped yet you know that are like totally different and like there's like a lot of production that like you wouldn't even think that like i did you know what i mean like everything isn't like just hard-ass 808s like distortion that shit was never even like really planned out either it's kind of happened like that um but yeah like i got all type of stuff bro it's crazy like super pop stuff like edm stuff um like i don't know if you ever heard that song i did with skrillex yeah never yeah like that was cool like i really like you know worked with him on that and um I mean, other than that, I make, like, every vibe, bro, like, on my own. Even, like, my own personal music is kind of different from, like, like you know, the beats that, um, like, Smoke Purple and rap one, like, mm. everybody I fuck with. It's a little bit different, bro. It's a different vibe. I think this one of the scariest, I guess, from the outside looking at one of the things that um, when talk to producers 
is like when they quote unquote get a hit or become popular then not only do people copy your sound but also you may a lot of people want to work with you and then you may get oversaturated how do you stay away from that how do you get ahead of the curve i feel like bro i mean like i'm Honestly, I don't really make beats every single day like I used to because I'm, like, busy with other stuff now. And it's, like, if I really wanted to, I can make sure I get, like, a placement every single day. But I don't force it. You know what I mean? Like, everything, every song I've ever been a part of just always came natural. I never, like, was begging anybody to rap on any of my beats. Like, all this shit happened naturally, organically. Um, what was the other question? Um, I guess that was it. Yeah, you just answered it perfectly. I wanted to see something else, though. You said, I said, how do you get ahead of the curve? How do you... Because some rappers, not rappers, when you make it as a producer, a every rapper want to work with you. Oh, and yeah. then you get a bunch of songs. And then also people can copy your, your yeah, sound. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like right now, bro, there's hella tight beats going around. Mm. And like, oh, that's cool. Like in the beginning, I, I didn't really like it at all. You know what I'm saying? Like it's flattering and all that, but... I just feel like for anybody to really be like top dog, like you shouldn't like make tight beats, like you should make your own type. But like shout out to all my fans that do make the tight beats cause like, you know, it's support and it's like promoting the whole brand and all that. So, yeah, it's like a way of like people, like producers now trying to get on with tight beats on YouTube and stuff yeah, like that. They're like paying really, homage, you know? I mean, yeah, I, I guess yeah, it's like a way to pay homage. And honestly, some tight beats be making in places, whatever. like. I don't know. I never made a tight beat. I never will. It is a crazy new like phenomenon though in rap to have like tight beats, you know? It's crazy, bro. Like <laughs> now it's like tight Ronnie J type beats getting made every single day. <laughs> Everywhere like, on YouTube. And by the way, I do not have an, an official drum kit out there anywhere. There is no Ronnie J drum kit that's official anywhere in the world right now. Um, talk about your process. Talk about your process because you, your, your story is interesting how like you're from Jersey, then you moved to Miami for school, and now you're like known as this Florida, um, the sound of like South Florida right now. So um, what was the process of like you finding that, how you just said like the distorted sound that people are is a, like associating with? How did you get there? I feel like I just never really followed followed the rules. You know what I'm saying? I just made up my own rules. Yeah, at one point, I went to uh, the Art Institute for like audio engineering. And like, of course, they have like mad rules. But even then, like, I wasn't following the rules. And I only went to that school so I could have like shelters somewhere to, like to live down there because I didn't have any family. I still don't to this day down there. And I just felt like, I mean, who wouldn't want to be in Miami over Jersey? You know what I mean? It's just like beautiful. Like, you know, I like going to the beach and shit like that. Um, and I don't know. It was just like all this shit destined, bro. You know, I say this whenever I do an interview because I feel like none of this was really like super planned out. Like I really knew. I literally just like tried something, you know, which is like producing or whatever. And I just want to see that, you know, if I go super hard, I, I want to see I want to see how far I could take it, basically. And like dreams do come true, bro. As long as you put in that work, you feel me? What was like first you met um, Denzel? And then you started, how did you meet all these people that eventually now everyone knows? Uh, I mean, back back then when I met Denzel, they had this group called uh, Raider Clan. Yeah. So they were like already in a group and they already kind of had like their own little buzz like in that area and like like overseas and shit like that. Because it was like that heavy underground shit. So, <clears throat> I mean, I was already making beats or whatever, obviously. Um, but then once I met them and like, I, you know, I got into their world or whatever, because I ain't really know, I ain't know nothing about that underground shit like that. Like I'm from Jersey, so... Mm -hmm. I just kind of like, I kind of like mixed my sound with their sound because I wanted them to fuck with me. So that's what I did. And then 
I just started making beats for all of them, and then it just came out to be. It came out to. I don't know. It was just like, bro. I always had everybody's biggest song, basically. Yeah. It just started being like that, and like. I mean, it's not like it just all just happened. Like I made it happen, obviously, because like I made sure, bro. Like I had no life. I was just making beats, beats, beats on beats, like no life. Like when I was 21, I had like the worst birthday ever. Like it was so whack, bro. I was staying like on like I was staying at I was staying at this this kid's house that like I barely really knew like that, and I was like sleeping on like this little floaty bed. You feel me? I ain't have no girl or nothing because I ain't have no money. So it's like that. And what's what's so what's so great about your story is that as of now, 2018. You're like the man, but then around that time, that was like what 2010, 2011, 2012 yeah. was the come up, and pe people don't see like that grind that it takes. Um, for those years in the beginning, where it's like you was very heavy in the underground scene, um, talk about that experience and just like meeting Pump, meeting Smoke, and like helping these guys become who they are, essentially. I mean, all these guys are, you know, they're all from South Florida, so it's kind of like if I do a song with somebody and it and it turns up, you know what I mean? And like another rapper hears it, they're gonna be like, oh, like who did the beat? And then they're gonna like reach out to me or something like that. And it's just like, you know, like just like word of mouth and just like everybody just being like associated. Um, but when it came to like Pump and Perp, I, I just seen them like turn it up on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? And then I just hit them up and then I was just like, yo, like, let's just link up. So um, I took like my mic and shit, my computer, like today crib. And then I think I made like a beat or whatever. And then the first song we made was called Kilo. And uh, we made that like in their in their bedroom, and then after that, um, you know, we dropped it. The shit went crazy. I think I dropped it on my SoundCloud. It went crazy. They seen it. They're like, oh, okay. Like they already knew about me already. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like fucking with Denzel. Mm -hmm. So then they were just like, all right, bet. Like let's just keep working. So then we just kept, you know, linking up at my house and then making all type of shit. How'd you met um, Ski and X? Um, so I met Ski and X through like a mutual friend. Like basically. Um, like Denzel had this house called um like the ULT house and it was just like a lot of us like staying in there and it was just like mad people there every single day like mad niggas coming in and out you feel me so um it was like kind of normal for them to like to come through and yeah they just like came you know it was just like always people in and out so once they came like we knew like who they were like you know we knew like they make music obviously and shit like that so we chopped it up and then the same exact day me X and Yoshi Tompkins made a song like produced by me what was it called again bro it's called Dirt. Nah, I don't know, bro. It's a little older, but yeah, we made a song though. The first day that we met. So that oh, it's called it's called Hit the Dirt. Gotcha. So that house was like a center for all these young creative artists in in Florida. That that ULT house you were saying. Yeah. What about it? How, what were like some of the experiences like, coming up in that? that bro, it was just <laughs> insane, bro. You know, different personalities. <laughs> crazy. I mean, I'm 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 from Jersey, bro. Yeah. Like I'm nothing like any of them. You feel me? They yeah. look different. Like they play soccer in the backyard with no shoes on, no socks. Like it's different. So like I I respect it. Like you feel me? It's cool. But I was just doing what I had to do. Like you know what I mean? It was all love, and I was cool with everybody. But I was just like you know that was like that was like that was like a part of my sacrifice because I really could have been home like with my family, you know, spending time with them. But instead, I was there, you know, sleeping on the couch, you know. And, like, honestly, even before I was living there, I was staying at my boy's crib, and I was sleeping, like, on his floor. You feel me? And like, I hated those times. It was crazy. And then I started staying at Denzel's crib, and then we started working on Imperial. That's why I started staying there. And then it went from me sleeping on the couch, like, that mad niggas was, was sit on every single day, from me, like, having, like, a room in the house. And then from there, I got, like, this little spot on the beach, and I got the condo, shit lit. So, nice. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. What do you think of the term? I keep keep on seeing this more and more. Um, Florida rap and SoundCloud rap. What are your general thoughts on, on just those 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 terms? 
I, I mean, that that was just like our platform. That shit just took off on, you know what I'm saying? Like music is rapidly changing all the time. So it's like, I mean, I used to see like these little, I don't know if you want to call it like a meme type thing. Yeah, I would see like a, like a, like a little meme type thing and they would have like, 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 like Pump's hair, X's hair, like, you know what I'm saying? Like SoundCloud yeah. or whatever. And then they'll have like beat by Ronnie J or Oh My God Ronnie and like a cloud or something. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Like, it's, it's all free promotion. Like, it's cool. To, it's cool that I'm the one out of out of all these people in this whole entire world. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, it's me. But then again, it's like it's cool. But I'm not surprised about anything that's going down because like, it was always just like when like it was always like you know a matter of time. Like, I made sure I put in the work, bro, to be where I'm at today and like where I'm going. Are you working so, with like, someone right now who's I guess underground, but you think like, yo, this kid can really these or just these artists I think can really can make it be the next wave. I don't want to say their names though right now. Mm, secrets. Yeah. <laughs> um, another term. Uh, over the last couple of months, I've been discussing about how producers sometimes aren't getting fairly compensated, and there's always issues with like who's to blame: the label, the artist. Yeah. Is it your producer fault? Um, what do you think is the state of being a producer right now? I mean, bro, my thing is, my situation is different, though, because mm -hmm. I signed as an artist with Atlantic, and my mm -hmm. situation is great. Like, no complaints, have full access, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, to do whatever I want. Like, they totally believe in me, mm -hmm. and thank you for that. Shout out Atlantic, and then I'm also signed to um, ATV Sony for my production, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, like, they, they cool, too. I fuck with, fuck with both labels, you know what I'm saying, but... Yeah. Um, how do you, I guess, um, how, do you, how do you maneuver? that you're so good now and then i guess others right now are just like wait man i'm not getting paid until a year later or what advice do you have oh for people i like mean that? i feel like you just gotta you gotta you know find a solid team but not even like really search for it everything has to be organic you know what i mean my thing is like as long as as long as you work hard everything else will fall into place i feel like a lot of people try to like skip and hop and like a lot of people was like oh like i'm a producer i need a manager like no nigga like work hard first like you know what I'm saying? Never ask anybody to manage you. Like they, somebody has to want to manage you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like things just gotta be organic, bro. A lot of things in life is really simple. People overthink stuff. People try way too hard. Like simple. Like work hard. You're gonna get results. And if you don't, then it's not for you. And you wasn't working hard enough. When a producer signs as an artist, what is what does that entails? I guess what's the difference between um, um, just a producer getting a publishing deal and then you now you have you're an artist like yeah. It, it's just different, bro. To me, it's just legendary. Like, I got two deals in one year. I don't, like, go around, like, screaming at because it it's just, like, I don't know. So, like, a lot of times, you know, niggas talk about, like, like fuck it, deal. Like, I'm still rich without it. I was getting money before these deals, though, for real, for real. So, I really did it for the resources. Of course, like, it leveled me up. But, you know, I'm, I already made a lot of money as well, too. So, it's like, but, um... I mean, yeah, it's just different, bro. Cause like, I don't even think I don't look at myself as just like just a producer. You know what I'm saying? But like, when I talk to people, I'll be like, yeah, producer, like yeah, rapper. But like, I don't think I'm a rapper either. I'm just an artist, bro. Cause I can draw and paint for real, like really good too. And people don't even know that. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's like I'm just an artist, bro. Like, you know, I might not make a song. I might not rap on one of my beats for like a whole month if I don't want. Like, I don't know. It depends on how I feel. Nice. But I've been making shit every day lately, though. So. Yeah, like it's definitely for the like. For the last six months, has been like such an evolution of the producer, and like not even over the last six months, over the last couple of years, where you start seeing producers not only becoming the forefront, they putting out projects. You see it with Mike Will, you see it with Eight Away from Mafia, now you see it with yourself, you yeah. see it with um, with a lot of people. And so I guess, just do you think this is like a 
a golden age, quote unquote, or just like a really good period where producers are now saying, hey, I should be in the forefront. I think a lot of producers just like experience like not getting their shine. You feel me? I think a lot of producers probably get like overlooked and like not respected or whatever. My thing is like I've always been respected though. You feel me? Mm. But I do feel like, you know, like in the very beginning stages, it was like a time where like, you know, I wasn't getting like the looks I was supposed to get. But I always knew it would come. Like, I always knew I would end up on top. Like, I'm still going to end up all the way on top. You feel me? Like, it, all this shit is destined, bro. Like, I'm not, you know, like, I work hard for it. I pray on it and all that. But none of this is forced, you know? Like, I don't, I ain't doing nothing crazy for any of this to happen. Nice. I just, except for, like, hard work. Uh, you just dropped a project. Um, talk about the cover. I thought that was, like, a nice, subtle, uh, subtle head nod. Bro, honestly, I just feel like I'm the GOAT. You feel me? I'm the best at what I do. Um, I mean, bro, I, I feel like, you know, I already done so many, like, legendary things. And honestly, bro, like, I, I, I mean, like, I feel like that. But, bro, like, a lot of my fans say that. Like, that's really why, like, I'm coming out saying it. You know, I'm not trying to be cocky about it or whatever. It's just the truth, though. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, this whole sound. I'm not trying to say, like, I'm the first one to ever make any type of distortion anything yeah you know what i'm saying but i feel like I, I i am like the one that made it like popular for like our generation and like you know like right now type shit so what's next i guess what's what's, what's, next? what's next for you i mean it's just gonna keep going crazy bro you about to hear hella oh my god ronnie's all over the world you know what i'm saying my new music is like i could drop a whole another project all by myself right now if i really want that's like that's how much shit i got um, but like you know, like my next project, the quality is gonna be way top notch, like a one shit. You feel me? Like don't always expect the same shit from me, cause you're not always gonna get the same shit. So, you mentioned earlier that um, that you're gonna are gonna be rapping and doing some um some of your own material. Um, what is what is that transition like for you? Like how do you think about? Do you wear two different hats? Do you tell me about you as an artist? Um, I just think it's something that, like, over time, I just became more comfortable with, you know what I'm saying? Just like, fuck it, I'm gonna just do this shit, like, who cares what people have to say? Honestly, like, the average person is gonna be like, what are you doing? You're a producer, like, like you know what I'm saying? But I don't, like, I I, uh, I do not care what nobody says, like, I'm gonna keep doing what I want. It's either you fuck with her or if you don't, like, I don't care, bro. It, it, like, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather have, like, 20 people that really fuck with me than 100, like, I don't care. I'm gonna keep doing what I want, bro, like... I might have a song that's not like I don't know, bro. It's whatever. Like I'm gonna keep going crazy. I'm gonna keep getting better. So yeah. until I want to stop, that's when I'm gonna stop. Are you planning to drop a project that's just like all solo, like all year? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm signed to Atlantic, bro. So yeah, we definitely gonna drop some shit. You one of the you one of the people that like Bad Baby. When, when I saw that you, you was behind it with the production, and what did you see in her? Like when the uh, and then the other people tell you, hey, don't. Should you talk to her? I mean, she, no, she, yeah, definitely, bro. Like, basically, APG had hit me up, and they presented the opportunity or whatever. And, like, yeah, like, I told some people, and they were just like, yo, like, bro, you really going to do that? Uh, but I seen it as, like, a great move, like a great play. And on top of that, were I don't you know. Were I, you surprised at the success? No, nah, not really, because, like, they already told me that it was going to go up. And I already know, like, whatever I'm attached to is going to go up, so... Plus, like, her whole following, it was just like, why not? Like, you know? And then after, I, like, I, you know, I met her. I've been around her. Like, I know her. So it's like, she cool. Like, she a cool ass. Like, she's a, she's a young little girl, bro. But she's just, she's cool, though. Yeah. What are some things people don't know about you? Like, you're an artist. You, you draw and paint. What are some other fun facts people don't know about you? Damn. Cortez, you know some shit. 
What's what some things you notice about me, bro? You used to play that, ball. That he, oh, okay. You used to, you used to, uh, you used to cook. You I mean, Ross our chef, bro. Like, Shopping. huh? Shopping. Bro, everyone knows that. You can clearly <laughs> tell. <laughs> I mean, bro, like, like rated R shit or what? PG no, thirteen. Whatever you want, whatever you want to share. Bro, I fun facts. Uh, fun facts. <laughs> fun facts. You can write it all. Rattle Damn, I don't even know, bro. I suck at that. Uh, what's your favorite show? My favorite show? Uh, it's my favorite show growing up. I had a few, bro. I don't watch TV anymore, bro. Mm. I don't have time for TV. You know what to ask? Oh, how, how important do you think a DJ drop is? Because now, like, these DJs are, um, not excuse me, DJs, a producer drop. Now producers, like, if you get a good drop, people automatically like associates you and just run to it, i.e. Pierre. Yeah. Um, and yours is very much so like, oh my God, I run it. like everyone knows that drop. Yeah. You do, how important is that for for a producer? Um, I mean, it's important for me. I don't really know about anybody else though, but it's important for me because I, I made it into such a brand. Like I, I had multiple tags, but I always had a tag since day one. That was just my decision, you know? Like even like when I got my tag, tags weren't as popular as they are now. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like a thing, you know, all the way. But I'm on some different shit. I got multiple tags. I'm going to keep going crazy. More tags. I already got mad tags that, like, people never heard. Like, I got, like, I got, yeah, literally, I got I got this, like, Chinese lady from um, the Fendi store in L.A. She's, like, saying my shit going crazy. So, like, you know, it's, like, all over. Who I fuck whatever you race. Who are some artists you haven't worked with that you want to? Justin Bieber. Why Justin Bieber? Cause I feel like he's just cool, like a cool ass person. Um, I just feel like yeah, I feel like he'll be cool, like you know. Do you feel pretty comfortable like making pop, like that more like singer vocal style? Yeah, pop? I'm with all that. Yeah, I'm with no limits, bro. Like don't put me in no box. So you could take on that radio and underground, basically. Yeah, like all that shit. I'm taking over. Period, bro. Watch, like you gonna see. With my guy Ronnie everywhere on the radio. I'm gonna do my thing real quick. You know what I'm saying? Nice, nice. Um, last question. Um, advice you would give to producers today to be like, if someone asks you, hey, what can I do to like become something, become somebody, what, what would you tell that producer? I would say to level up, just really, you know, just keep going hard. And you, you, you do got to be at it every single day. You know what I'm saying? Until you start getting busy, you know. But, you know, for now, you got to be on your shit every single day and make your own sound. Like, you know, like, you definitely got to make sure you create your own sound. If you want to be a legend, if you want to be that dude that stands out, it's mad producers and, you know, it's it's levels to this shit, bro. It's like lanes, you know? You got the producers that, like, that, that like, that, like you don't even know what they look like, but they got hella guap, you know what I'm saying? And then, and then you got the producers that, that, like, don't really got guap and you don't know what they look like, you feel me? And then you got niggas that, like, you know, like, like, like you know their face and they got, and, like, and they got hella guap. Like, it's just... It's levels, bro. Like, I want to be the ultimate, biggest, best, some shit like that niggas never did. But, yo, back to the cover. You asked me how was the process or, like, where did I get that from? Yeah. Yeah, because I just thought about it because <clears throat> that's some shit nobody ever did. That's why I got the GOAT, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really rented a GOAT for the whole day, and I was in L.A., and it was lit, bro. Like, it, he was heavy as fuck, though, but <laughs> it looks like it. Like, what <laughs> do you, it was mad heavy, bro. What is the process even, like, renting a GOAT? Do you renting have to, a GOAT? Do you have to, <laughs> bro, my... Yeah, my, my homie, um, shout out, come feel me. That's that's my dog that shot that photo. 
um, he basically just like had to connect, so he just hit up the dude, you know. I wasn't really involved with that. I was just like around him when he was doing it, but he was just like, don't worry, I'm gonna make sure it's there. So I just pulled up and it was there. And it was like, it was like some hillbilly dude. He lived like hours away. He drove so far just to bring it. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. It was like out of a movie, bro. It was super lit. That was a special goat. Random question just popped in my head. I was reading some, uh, this article about like, it was on some blog, um, and they explained how the, the, there's such a difference between North Florida and South Florida. Like there's very much like, I guess different sounds or different vibes and stuff. From your from your perspective, um, what what do you see as a difference between the two? two I mean, bro, as far as the sounds, I don't know about all that, honestly. Um, but like the vibe, yeah, for sure. Like down South is more like, it's like Hispanic, like you feel me, like bro. I feel like I'm in like Colombia, like somewhere, like you know what I mean, in South America or something, bro. Like when I'm in Miami, that's why I like it, and the food's amazing. Um, I feel like up north, it's just more country, like you know what I'm saying. Like Orlando's beautiful, but then again, I'm I'm Jersey, bro. I yeah. don't even know, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I ain't been all over in Florida yet, so. How often do you go back to Jersey? Um, I mean now, you know, like pretty often. Like I was just there last night, check out my mom, pulled up here. You see, what do you think of Jersey hip hop scene? I feel like, I mean, uh, it's, I, I mean, I know of all the guys that's like doing their thing. Mm -hmm. I, I think, I think you know everybody is doing something. Like you said, bro, like an elevator. Like you like you're happy to see you know yeah. niggas from Jersey doing shit. It just it all helps us, you know. It's like boom, I got fans, you got fans. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. We link up like this. I'm from Jersey, you from Jersey. You know what I mean? So it's lit. Nice, nice. What is what's some of the things you do in Miami? What's some fun? Bro, I go jet skiing. I, yo, I turn up, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I literally went jet skiing. Like, uh, was it yesterday? Nah, two days ago. Two days, two days ago, and I had a drone out there too. So we had a drone like following us around. Yeah, yeah, so fire, bro. Do people actually really go to the beach like all the time? Like, it's just people would just be like. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I want to say like maybe like a month ago, it was like super cold, but it just like you know it started getting warm now. It's about to be spring break out there, so it's about to be a zuby, like super movie, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. But um, LA is like is like where shit really gets lit. You feel me? It's just like the house, the mansion parties in the hills. I'm always super busy there. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's it's been such an influx of like talent and artists just in LA. Like it's over the last couple of years. It's like in the square radius, you can bump into like yourself, um, another rapper, another producer, another videographer, another photographer, etc. Yeah. Um, what do you think? That's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a great thing, bro. Like, if I was, bro, if I lived in LA, I would literally, like, be working nonstop. I would just run it up so crazy. Mm. Are there any rappers from LA in particular that you think you would do well with or mesh well with? YG. YG. Kendrick, for sure. Um, yeah, that's all I can really think of right now. But yeah, I know, Kendrick like, Kendrick record would be crazy. I know, like, all rappers are out there, though. Like, everybody's yeah. just there. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, like, even people that's not even from there. So mm. it's like, from G Easy to like, shit, Will Smith's son, Jaden Smith, like everybody there, bro. Yeah, that's like lit. literally, my nigga Dex, Rich be out there, but Rich is out here, so I'm about to link up with him tonight. Nice, but yeah, should be all over. My nigga made in Tokyo. Nice, nice, awesome. Yeah, that's perfect, man. Hey yo, shout out Hype Beast Radio, man, for real. Oh my God, Ronnie, let's get it. That's today's episode of Soundcheck. You can check out Ronnie J's new album, OMG Ronnie, on all streaming platforms right now. You can listen to more episodes of Soundcheck and keep up with everything Hypebeast Radio at hypebeast.com radio. Subscribe to Soundcheck on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, 
Overcast, or whatever you listen to podcasts on. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at ECM underscore LP and follow Hypebeast Music for more original content and music news. Let us know who you'd like to have on the show, and thank you for listening to Soundcheck.